you are listening to Speak On It featuring Kirk Dog. I mean, I'm Kirk Dog. Um, want to welcome everyone once again. Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, D Live is always in the house, and also Anchor.fm. I uh, want to welcome y'all to the show. Uh, you can live chat with us in the chat room, and you can also, um, <clears throat> oh, excuse me, you can also um, uh, call in 972-591-3665-972-591-3665. One thing about calling in, please do not block your number. I will not answer. So if your number is blocked, I will not answer just FYI. Um, so last week, I guess it was uh, Thursday after Miss Risky and I got off the air. Um, this young lady out in Virginia um, got upset, Page County, Virginia, got upset at the school board meeting saying that... Um, if they force her child, her kids to wear a mask, she will come to the school board lock and loaded with every gun that she have. Um, hold on. Keith Johnson said number one on the ballot. And my ex-brother-in-law here was reinstated to vote from doing federal time after. Hey, there you go. That's a testimony. So... If you are a uh, felon, done time in prison, if you have paid your dues, get registered to vote. Go to vote.org. See if you can get your voting rights back. And what I mean about paying your dues, let me break that down. If you don't owe any more fees and you're off of paper, And some state will still allow you to register, even if you haven't paid your dues. Uh, You're in the process of doing it. You're in good standing. And uh, you also have um, started paying your dues and all of that. So each state is different. It's different laws for everyone, different laws for everybody. So, um, So definitely do it. Thank you for the information, uh, Keith Johnson. Um, hopefully that would encourage somebody to say, hey, I need to find out if I can vote and then go vote. Um, <clears throat> but what I was saying about Page County, Virginia, uh, Amelia King at the uh, school board last week, school board meeting last last Thursday, she was in there and uh they was talking about the um uh um they was talking about the um mass mandate and she made it known um that if y'all force my children to wear a mask I will come up here loaded and ready with every gun I have and and when Miss Risky sent me the story last week I said, well, that kind of sound like a terrorist threat to me. You're making a threat. And then it's at a school board meeting. In the time when we're having um, a lot of school shootings, 
and you're going to make a threat like that? And I'm like, yeah, she finna get arrested. Um, that night, they said that uh, they was investigating it. And one of the school board member, uh, someone that was in the room at the time, as soon as she said it, she immediately told her, your time is up. Three minutes is up. That's the limit. That's the rule. I wish she would have allowed her to talk a little bit more. I really wish she would have. For the simple fact, if she went to the point to say um, she's going to bring all her guns up there lock and loaded, she probably would have said some other crazy stuff too. Well, as we all know, um, as we all know, the internet never lost. They haven't lost yet. They are undefeated. Um, welcome to the show, all aboard out of Florida. Thank you for tuning in. Happy New Year's to you. Uh, glad to see you're back. Um, so this woman, the internet never lost. It's undefeated. They went in. They found out where she work at. Allegedly, she's a um, a dentist assistant, and someone made a comment, oh, she's a dentist assistant and don't want to uh, wear a mask. Don't want to wear a mask. So um, they done all type of things. They put a picture of her. I, I kind of think it was a Christmas picture of her and um, her husband holding holding a assault rifles in front of a garage or whatever. So I'm like you uh, all aboard. They should have taken that threat very serious. Um, it's not the kid's fault that the parents are cuckoo for Cocoa Puff. Um, so my thing is, it's a threat. It's a threat for the simple fact you making a threat on a school. Now, they say she called back after that and apologized. No, 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 no. Don't apologize now. Because you knew once you said what you said, you was going to catch hell. And that's exactly what happened. She called hell. Um... She called back and apologized, but she was arrested on Friday. Um, so, um, um, Page County, Virginia, the Luray Police Department charged the woman who made a perceived threat at Thursday night Page County School Board meeting. According to police, Amelia King, 42, was charged with a violation of Code of Virginia 18.2-60 oral threat uh, while on school property. Um, throughout the day on Friday, the police worked with the Page County Sheriff's Office to investigate the incident and contacted both national and state agency to determine how to best move forward. 
Luray Police Chief C.S. Bo Cook says that after consulting with state police and thoroughly reviewing the Virginia Code, the department determined that charging that charging King with a misdemeanor violation of Virginia Code 18.2-60 was the appropriate course of action. Um, I don't know Virginia laws, but for me, that's not something you take lightly. For the simple fact, we got people last year that tried to over, overturn our government, our election, by taking over Capitol Hill, and then you have school shootings that happen all the time, and the same folks fall up under the line of our last administration for the simple fact they didn't believe this virus was real. Now, here's the problem I have, because... <clears throat> And I've talked with different people. I know a lot of education educators, and um, they was like, "Hey, it's it's an issue in the school uh, right now." I seen on the news earlier that Louisville ISD is shut down to Monday. Several other school districts have shut down, all due to COVID. Whether if it's the students that have it or the teachers that have it. The bottom line is we have to come together as the people and work together to beat this thing. But some people feel like it's just the uh, the flu, the cold, or whatever. Even with the flu, you are contagious. You should not be around other folks because you can pass it on to them. Whatever you think this virus is, you should take every precaution you can. Unfortunately, they don't know enough about this virus that we don't know how long it can last, how long it can stand in the air. We don't know anything enough to say, oh, we can cure you if you get it. We don't know enough. So, of course, you should do everything you can in your power to try to protect yourself, your family, your friends, are just a complete stranger. Now, this virus may not hit everybody the same. Like I told you, back in December, I was exposed. I've taken many tests since um, December. They all came back negative, but I had all the symptoms. And I isolated myself. I said, no, I'm not going to put other people at risk. But uh, my wife end up getting the virus. Uh, good thing she's vaccinated. Yeah, had mild symptoms, but also both of us, even though I never test positive, but I had the symptoms, she test positive and she had mild symptoms. But I said, no, what we finna do, we're not finna lay in the bed all the time. Unfortunately, a lot of people, when you feel down, you just want to lay down. You got to force yourself to get up and move around because if you lay down, that stuff is going to build up in your chest and you're going to get pneumonia. Then on top of that, you got to make sure you're forcing yourself to drink something. Even if you don't feel like it, drink something. Uh, also, force yourself to eat something. Even if it's just a couple of uh, spoonfuls, eat something. 
you got to try to do something to build your immune back up to fight that virus. So, um, and, and drink and take, take your vitamins. Um, I have a friend uh, that gave us a list of vitamins. I take about 10 different vitamins a day. Now I'm not saying they're going to work, but what I'm taking it, it definitely helped my immune system. So um, I can't say it will work for you. You need to contact your doctor and find out what's going to work for you. So um, I definitely take this very serious. This thing is not a joke. All the boys said it's not the kid's fault, but it's too big. Have a risk to everyone else. Nope. Let your homeschool, <laughs> let her homeschool them or move. Well, the bottom line is, <clears throat> um, even homeschooling, sometimes it's a good thing, sometimes it's not. Here in Texas, they did have a survey where a lot of kids fell behind from when they shut the schools down before and was being homeschooled or being virtual school, virtual schooling, which, um, now they're saying it's not enough teacher to even do that because a lot of these teachers are getting uh, the virus. And it's going to be a, like a round-the-clock thing. Um, it's just going to keep going around in circle until we say, you know what, we're tired of this virus. Let's, let's sit down somewhere. Let's protect ourselves. And... Um, try to do better. But as for Amelia King, she need to be held accountable. Um, I know allegedly she's supposed to be a dentist assistant. And it's quite funny that this law is called all threat. And I'm just saying. Um, (laughs) But at the same time, she need to be held accountable. I feel like it should have been a terroristic threat. I don't know if it's a difference between the two because I don't know uh, Virginia law, but you're making a threat of bringing guns up to the school. That's why I wish they would have allowed her to finish talking. Maybe the charges would have went up more. But at the same time, what were you going to do with the gun? Do with your guns? You have them locked and loaded, and you're going to bring them up there. What you going to do with them? And she tried to justify herself at the beginning of a statement saying that normally she write her statement down for she could sound educated, but she said she didn't have time to do it that day. <laughs> Maybe you need to write them down. Maybe you wouldn't sound uh, kind of crazy with that comment about bringing your guns up, lock and loading and ready. But I don't know. My question is, what were you bringing them lock and loaded and ready for? That's what I want to know. So hopefully um, uh, they hold her accountable and whatever happened, happens. But they need to hold her accountable for her action. I just feel like that's a threat. Uh, uh, Or threat, mm, that sounds like that's a flap on the wrist. That may be a law they just put in place just to cover her. I don't know. But 
it should have been more of a terroristic threat in the times that we're living in today with gun violence, uh, where we recently had the gun shooting um, a month and a half, two months ago, the young man up in Minnesota, where his parents, it just came out, I guess his parents bought him the gun for Christmas. Bought him the gun for Christmas. He take it, take it up to school and shoot up folks. Don't make sense. And they knew they son had uh had some anger issue. That's why I say all the time, just because you're capable of buying a gun doesn't mean you necessarily need one. Um <clears throat> but that's this is my opinion. Uh, everybody else have different opinions. So, um, then also we're going to talk about, um, Joseph Franco, Franco. Um, he was indicted. Um, he was the NYPD detective, um, Joseph Franco. Now, um, NYPD is in a world of trouble. They end up having to drop more than 130 conviction that relied on his testimony. Um, a former NYPD detective, Joseph Franco, were thrown out by a Bronx judge on Thursday. The latest in a wave of dismissal tied to the disgraced ex-cop. Bronx Supreme, uh, Bronx Supreme Court Justice David Lewis granted the motion to drop the felony cases against 133 defendants who was indicted between 2011 and 2015. Franco, who was fired by NYPD in April 2020, is awaiting trial in Manhattan on charges he framed innocent people by lying about observing them dealing drugs. Uh, the Bronx the, uh, District Attorney Commission um, launched a review of the ex-cop cases after he was indicted in April 2019 on perjury, um, official misconduct, and other charges. We did not want to dismiss or vacate out of hand all cases he was involved in. It, uh, we investigated those. That hinge on his testimony, his sworn testimony, Bronx County District Attorney Darcel Clark said in a statement, 133 people's lives have changed because of this one cop. This one cop lied <laughs> and had all those type of arrests. And Unfortunately, um, for New York City, um, they finna have to open up that checkbook because it's going to be some um, lawsuits filed behind this um, for for, um, actually um, being arrested. Some of them probably been, well... They all was falsely arrested because he lied on them. But then just recently we had a um, another case 
Um, I'm trying to pull it up because I didn't have it. Uh, didn't have it on the books for tonight, but um, uh, they falsely okay. Um, falsely arrest this young man. Oh, I, because he had the same name as someone else. The same name of someone else. But the difference was this young man was a black young man. The person that had the same name was an older white guy. And they held this guy in jail for like, um, I forgot how many days it was before they realized he wasn't the right person. And once he got out, he said, hey, I'm filing a lawsuit. That time he spent in jail. probably have changed his life quite a bit. If he worked, he probably lost his job. And if he's the breadwinner, his family probably struggling. But the thing is, when you ran a check on him, I'm sure the picture of the guy came up. And even when they booked him, nobody seen there was a difference in it. So, yeah, he should, um, um, he should definitely suit him. Young Nevada black man falsely arrested for amazing re- resemblance to old white guy. Way too many innocent black people have been falsely convicted as a result of mistaken identity. Um, they use facial recognition technology. It's as good at, at telling black people apart at, as their white co-worker. In 2020, uh, Detroit police arrested Robert Williams outside his sub- suburban house in front of his wife and young, ch- young children. William was in jail for 30 hours. The cop realized they had the wrong guy. In 2019, Nigel Park spent 10 days in jail and paid about 5000 to defend himself against charges that um, he shoplift candy and while presumably on a sugar high, tried to run over a cop. Police was 30 miles away from natural crime, but the police part, department wasn't interested in basic geographic when it had facial recognition technology. Um so this young man, just imagine the terror that the kids had to go through. Um, as all the boys said, it's traumatic being stripped, searched, deprived of sleep, exposed to disease and violence as an innocent person at that. Exactly. Can you imagine the, the terror that his kids went through? That, that had to really... Um, uh, scare his kids, uh, his wife, not knowing what's going on. But this guy ended up 
having to go to jail. Now, this young man is, um, how old did I say he was? Or did they have his age? Um, he looked like he's probably in his late 20s, early 30s. But the guy they was looking for is a 49-year-old white man with a, with a struggling beard. And they couldn't tell the difference. And the guy's 5'9". Oh, Shane is only... Uh, Shane Lee Brown is only 5'7". 23 years old black man. Now, Shane Lee. The other name is Shane Neil Brown. So the, the names were not even the same. Shane Neil Brown was a 5'11", 49-year-old white man with a struggling beard. There was a little, I don't know how, um, said they look like, I don't see it. Um, Shane Lee, hair is kind of is kind of straight, but it's not uh, real straight like like Shane Neal. It's just it's just crazy. Um, said if he resisted being kidnapped, he would have been charged with that and possible physical harm. Yeah, it probably was, but I don't. I don't know, um, Mr. Brown, but he probably, with his wife and kids there, I could just imagine um, his uh, wife probably was there um, crying and the kids crying and don't know what's going on. And let me make a, make a correction. I said, uh, I said 30 hours. Um um, I said 30 hours. Um, he was in jail for 30 hours before the cops. Oh, that was Robert Williams that was in jail for 30 hours. But Shane Lee spent six days in jail. And during his extended stay, he desperately tried to convince two Nevada police department that he wasn't Shane Neal Brown. This should have been shouldn't have been difficult. Shane Lee Brown was a five seven, twenty three year old black man. Shane Lee Shane Neal Brown was a five foot eleven, forty nine year old white man. Um, so yeah, they need to pay for that. Just imagine being in jail for six days. You working and you got to call your job and tell them you in jail. For a crime you didn't commit. You think your job gonna believe that? And that's gonna be interesting. So um <clears throat> man. So um that's gonna be a couple of stories we're gonna continue to watch and um and then uh, all three of these actually we're gonna continue to pay attention to. Uh, please get out and get registered to vote. I don't care where you are. I know in Texas, um, our election, our last day you can register to vote in Texas or update your information because people move 
and um, you may not be in the same county. So you need to update your um, your voter registration for your county because if you live 50 miles from your old county and you can't get over there to vote, you're going to be like, I ain't driving way out there to vote. Update your information for you don't have to worry about it. You can vote at your new address. I've seen last year during the polling time going out to different um, polling place during the election, people coming in trying to vote. Um, this was during the presidential election. They coming out trying to vote for the simple fact. Um, it was a one person I know had moved here from, from Atlanta and they had been here for six months, but they never got registered here. And they got turned away. They told them, I'm sorry, but you can't vote here. You got to go back to Atlanta. So get registered to vote. Um, March 1st is the start of the primary. Uh, when early voting come out, definitely vote early and go from there. Uh, you have been listening to Speak On It featuring Kurt Dog. Uh, I am Kurt Dog. And until tomorrow night, uh, we will be back again at 8 p.m. Central Time, if the good Lord said the same. Until then, love each and every one of you. Peace.